sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match us. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Pop Culture Tune. Join it. And this is Patrick Riccardi, and the name of the show is Pop Culture Continuum, in case you didn't catch it. I think I said that. It's You said something similar to it. Although, with the new year, do you think we should rename the show? I was thinking maybe Pop Culture Continuum. Like AM? Mm-hmm. Yeah, people can't spell it Continuum anyway. It is hard to spell. Well, now Americans. I know how to spell it, but when the show first started, I didn't really know, but I've typed it so many times now. Basically, just Google searching to see if people talk about us, and they don't. Nope. It's just like vacuum. I don't know why it's so hard. Uh, yeah, well, we're going to do, since this is our first uh, podcast of the new year, we're doing a 2015 year in review. Uh, and the new year being 2016. Yeah, the year of our Lord. Uh, if you're Chinese, it's a whole different thing. Or Jewish. Or anything else, really, other than Christian. That's funny because I've I've often eaten at Israeli restaurants, but they never have the little wheel that tells me what year I'm in. I know, so you're like you feel kind of out of time, disconnected mm-hmm. from everything. That's how they want it. It's part of their plan. Take a you're re- the monkey entertainment industry, and I'm still writing. You're the dog of my checks. It's the oldest joke in the world. Um, yeah. So 2000- I've never heard that joke. Oh, by the way, I have never heard, and I will never hear. Since uh, the man has passed away, a Motorhead song. That's um, that's not even possible. It's the truth. You have to. You've heard Ace nope. of Spades. Nope. I tried listening to it, and I said, I've never heard this, and I'm not going to listen anymore. And it stopped. Why would you do that? Oh, that yeah. There, there's the first thing of 2015. Uh, legend. Let me kill Mister Motorhead. Dead. Motorhead. What's your price for flight? What a great song. We should have done that back when we were doing our, our high school junior high podcast. That's their classic, their their biggest hit. And it's one of the few songs bands don't usually res- reference themselves in the in the song, but they do in that one. It's funny because Motorhead actually has a song called Motorhead and a song called We Are Motorhead. And they have two songs called Ramones as well. I've not heard any of those songs. It, it, it's not even possible. You know who Lemmy is. Nope. <laughs> Don't be Vince. And that person, that person who, there's a person that John and I know mutually on Facebook who said the same thing as I did. And uh, there's a person he knows that said, I almost unfriended you for saying this. Well, I agreed with that guy because I, he was like, I hope this is an epic troll. And then I, I wrote, I was like, the more I think about it, this has to be a troll. Look, he was with Shannon. He's in his 40s. There's no way he doesn't know who Lemmy is. Sorry. Like, I've, I've, I had, like, girlfriends in the 80s who were only into, let's say, like, synth pop and shit who knew who Lemmy was. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, I swear to you, I had, I heard of the band in passing, but I had never heard of Lemmy until he died. My loss. Yeah. Yeah, I only bring it up because you you said that it's impossible, and I'll misrespond to that. But I had already responded to the thread once, and I didn't want to overdo overstay my welcome. Well, was he the biggest death of 2015? Lemmy, I think so. I think so. I don't remember who else died. 
Well, I don't know. Let's yeah. Bill Cosby. Let's go through the, Bill Cosby died. Hillary Clinton. Who else died in 2015? The original King Kong. Dead. That was sad. It was. I mean. I mean, he was old, but he was still. He was big. old, but still like not as racist or sexist as Andy Rooney. Nope. But anyway. He died in 2015. Yeah, Andy Rooney died. Thank God. Um. Uh, Michael Richards dead. 2015. Did you watch the Obama episode of uh, Driving Cars Comedians Coffee with Seinfeld? Um, I think that is the name of it, too. Uh, no, I did not. It is worth watching. Uh, people don't seem, like, other comedians don't seem to really like Jerry Seinfeld as a person, is what I gather. But I maybe it's just jealousy. I, I, the people that are on the show seem to like him, so I don't know. Like, are, are you, like, I've never heard anything bad about him. Yeah, I've, I've heard, like, veiled references. But, you know what? On the other hand, it might have just been Mark Maron, so, you know, that doesn't count. Who does he like? Leonard Nimoy died in 2015. Yeah, and yet they still made another Star Wars movie, so. I don't, yeah, I don't know what that's about. He had a very small part in the original. You know who else died? Uh, Problem Child. One, two, and three. No, that'll never die, so that's a lie. Well, not the movies, just the the actual problem child. Well, yeah, and that was a deserved death. Oh, yeah. I, he was he was trying to hold up a Tasty Freeze with a banana. And by hold up, you don't mean Rob, you mean actually hold up. He was trying to pick it up with a banana like a fucking idiot, because he was a problem child, and it crushed him. I mean, I guess he did lift it a tiny bit, enough for it to crush him, so kudos for that, but... You know, but you you reap what you sow, problem child. You reap what you sow. Gary Owens died. Gary Owens, the uh, announcer for Laugh-In? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dead. Well, I mean, he was like 90 when he was on that show. That's his exact age of death. Was 90? No, I don't know. What he Lemmy of Motorhead? 70. But he looked like he was 60. Still not dead? Chuck Woolery. <laughs> Yogi Berra died in 2015. Oh, Boo Boo lives, though, so he can still steal a picnic basket from the ranger. Yogi Berra died in 2010. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those, you know how you forget sometimes. You're like, is Norman Fell alive? That was me with Yogi Berra. He died of bear flu. Oh, which mutated from avian flu, which mutated from swine flu. Uh, which mutated from, uh, never mind, it was going to be, it wouldn't have come across well. What does flu stand for? Um, stands for fuck your life up. That's silent Y. Silent Y. Uh, just like, well, it's Welsh, so you get Why? Because we love you. You, have you had the, like, I haven't had the flu for probably ten years. Um, I don't know that I've ever had the flu because when people talk about it, they say you can't even move. No, I don't you, know. yeah, I've had bad colds where you're like, you know, you're wrecked and and you're just really achy and you don't want. It. But the flu, like you pray for death, you really do. Well, then I've had the flu every day of my life. Yeah, well, for yeah, it's a different kind of. I mean, it still, you know, falls under fuck your life up. But I don't think it's like what doctors would consider the flu. I think it's called Pat's brain. Robert Loggia died in 2015. No more orange juice commercials for him. Scott Weiland 
I think he's from Motorhead too. He died in 2015. I, I'm not going to continue this podcast if you can if you are going to keep sullying Motorhead's name with these lesser pop deities. Oh yeah. my gosh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre died in 2015. No, I, I know, dude. I know. We I didn't know that. We actually did a book uh, by him. Um, and so like a couple of people in the office, you know, knew got to know him and did like some publicity stuff with him and stuff. So yeah, I knew I knew he died. Um, thanks for telling me. Now I look like an idiot. All the people who listen to this show think, oh, Pat didn't know that. Why doesn't he drop dead? Like Leatherface did. Yeah, or King Kong. The original King Kong. The 76, was it 76, 77, Jessica Lange, King Kong's still alive. <laughs> That's another one he got wrong. He died in 85. Oh, OD'd. did he? Mm-hmm. He OD'd. On, a, uh, on bananas. The the Peter Jackson one, Peter Jackson actually killed right after filming, so we all knew. Because uh, he was I, hungry. No, <laughs> well, the Peter Jackson, you're, you're right about one part that he was killed by Peter Jackson right after filming, but he wasn't an actual King Kong. He wasn't an ape. It was all CGI, and it was actually a puppy named Leroy. Yo, he killed a puppy. Well, because I heard he did it because he was hungry after filming, so it does make more sense that he would eat a puppy than like a whole gigantic ape. I don't. I've never seen that King Kong. Nope, me either. Wait, was Jack Black in that? Yep. Did he do a Tenacious D song? Uh, like a I, duet with the King Kong dude? That would be awesome. Oh, you mean out loud? No, I I don't believe he did. I I no. do think every day he walks around with Tenacious D song. In his head, going in his head, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, that's why he just gives you that blank stare when you're talking to him. Um, speaking of Jack Black, Jack White died. 2015. Um, right after starting that great new service too. Uh, what the fuck? Oh, title. That's what it is. <laughs> I, I love when uh, I love when like the billionaires come out and tell you about how the music industry is ripping them off and they're going to do something about it. You go billionaires. Start a new service. Did that, is that still around? Do people use that? I haven't heard about that since it was announced. Yeah. I don't know if anybody uses it. Uh, Beyonce probably uses it. (laughs) Cause she doesn't have to pay for it. Yeah. She's an owner. I think people probably use the Apple music one because it's, it's on your phone. Yeah. It's Apple. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't use, I don't, I don't really stream music. Like I would rather just buy if I like something, I'll buy it and own it. I mean, I, I understand there's like very little distinction nowadays between that, but I, I like having it for myself, and I can like put it on my devices, and you know. I do. I I agree with you, but I can see why people like to stream it because they can have everything with them everywhere all the time. But yeah. I, yeah, I don't do that because I have like, I don't have a huge data plan, so I don't want to use up all my data. Oh, I don't either. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but also, yeah. I feel like you know you're going to get skips and stuff. You're not always going to have good signal. So if you have music, it's like it's always there. You don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, no, I agree. And uh, you know, and when you and when you own this stuff, you don't have to worry about oh they lost the contract for that. Lost, company. Yeah. And you also, you know, you feel good about giving the artist two cents out of every dollar instead of half a cent for streaming. So. Yeah, was that it for for deaths in 2015? There was a couple others, but they weren't people you ever heard of. It was, I think, uh, Barack Obama and Teddy Roosevelt's grandson. Don't Leroy. know. Don't know either one. I just assumed Barack Obama was Teddy Roosevelt's grandson. 
Alex Rocco died. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. I vaguely recall that. Oh, and the guy that was... Oh, Green. Yeah, he's dead. Bill Green? Mo Green. Yeah. Yeah, he was shot right through the eye. Sad way to die. Who? The guy who was what? I forget. Oh, Patrick McNee. This is an interesting list. This is really... Dick Van Patten. This is really morbid to talk about everyone who died in 2015. James Horner. You know, it's interesting. James Horner, his, he was most famous for writing songs for movies and stuff. Yeah. Using like creating music basically and his last name was horner so in order to make music he had to use a horn so he was literally a horner it's true i mean he's kind of his his career path was kind of marked out at birth weird though that his his parents uh both worked in sweatshops so you know on the on the uh in the garment district back in the day yeah, he also sat in a corner eating his curds and whey. No, that was Miss Muffet. Wait, Miss Muffet? How are you going to name somebody Miss Muffet? That, you're just trying to make a rhyme, then. I've never met anybody with a last name Muffet. You haven't lived everywhere. Here's my question. So, Oh, someone from T- Twisted Sister died. So uh, it turns out that the guy that Russell Crowe played in A Beautiful Mind, he died. Yeah. Does that mean Russell Crowe also died? I think it does by the transitive property. I am glad math always works. That's yeah, and that's why you don't do biopics, people. Look at Joaquin Especially Phoenix. Especially old people. Yeah, after Johnny Cash. Well, it doesn't it doesn't work if you're doing a biopic of someone who's dead. It has to be someone who's living and dies after you do the movie. Oh, that's true. He was dead after. So Joaquin Phoenix just died of unrelated causes. Right. Well, I mean, in that Scientology movie probably they took out a contract on him for that. But if I were an actor, and I am. I would insist that once a year I do a biopic of an infant. Yeah, so you live for a long-ass time. Because how it works is the last biopic you do is the life you're tied to. Right. Yep, so you just keep doing movies about infants. And there Mm -hmm. are so many biopics of infants. Like, you would be in business. You know, you'd live eternally. Well, you know, they, they say that in order to win an Oscar, you should play someone who's mentally handicapped in some way. And infants are more mentally handicapped than anybody. Oh, they're so dumb, dude. Oh, my God. I've never met one who could spell. (laughs) I've never met one who didn't want to touch a, like, heated stove, idiot. Yeah, that is a good plan. Um, what what, What else happened in 2015 besides all the death? But, you know, that's the circle of life, too, so it's it's all okay. Oh, there's lots of people that are born. You want me to read that list? Please. Uh, Jacqueline Turfi. Hmm. Farnaz Portley. Ooh. Uh, page kind of loading. There you go. Lillian Jado. Wow, a lot of people. Lindsay Lennon. Do they list uh, Chesworth McAcclenary? Uh Oh, Chesworth didn't make the list. Is that under M or under C? I think it would be under C. No. <sighs> Richard Feinhart. Oh, I wonder if he'll live up to his his name. Barry Diller, reincarnated? It has in parentheses. Oh, they let you know who's reincarnated too? Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. And that's that's everybody. Oh. It was not a, not a banner year for births. No, that's pretty sad, actually. Um, so I guess death wins again mm. in 2015. But, it, you know, it's a new year. There's always next year birth. Yeah, which is this year now. Uh, 
Happy New Year, by the way, to all the people listening. Happy New Year if you're Christian. As I said, if you're Chinese or Jewish or whatever, uh, whenever you, whenever your weird calendar starts, I wish you a Happy New Year as well. Are you saying this is the Christian calendar? I thought uh, it was the American calendar. What's the difference? And I don't think Americans take cotton to any Christians. Not my America. It would be a little more interesting than if America were its own religion and didn't like other religions. Well, we kind of are in a way. No, they climb onto Christianity that the true. rest of the world has. If it was just, I would be much happier about people being so angry about Islam and other religions. If, well, pretty much just Islam. If if America were just its own religion, and then we could actually have something in common. Even an atheist could be an American. That's true. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess it's weird. It it all depends on how you define religion because. Capitalism in its current state, you know, a lot of these corporations don't pay taxes, just like churches. Is capitalism our religion? Interesting food for thought, but not on this podcast. I don't think that's interesting food for thought on any podcast, except the podcast that's played in freshman dorms while people are high. You don't have to say while people are high when you say in freshman dorms. I think it's assumed. Let's see what happened in the news. Uh, Charlie Hebdo shooting in Paris in January. I think we all remember that. I am Charlie. And as far as I know, that was the last violent act that occurred in 2015. Looks like it. I'm not seeing anything else on my list. Yeah. No more. It was kind of a peaceful year for everybody. Yeah. Sports. Uh, you know, King Kong dying. It's not really violent. Well, Um, it was peaceful death for him. A violent death for the people he landed on. Yeah. But they were all uh, mass murderers, so it was kind of evened out. Yeah. No, I don't know, man. Uh, Nigerian town wiped off the map by Boko Haram. Ooh, you know what? Let's let me maybe read some of these uh, news stories before I just blurt them out. Because no, don't. Let's not talk about that news story unless you got did. So they like they had the map on a whiteboard and Boko. Just kind of went over and erased it. Is erased. that what you mean? I think I have to believe that's what happened. Okay, that's good because you the know they're version. against they're against learning. Oh, uh, you know that they're against education. So the other version of that story is a little bit too dark for this podcast. I think so, and for uh, college freshman dorm rooms. Oh, they got a nice poster up though. It's art. It's art in some people's eyes. Art Carney, R.I.P. Art Carney, yeah, died in 2015. I don't think I want to look at a list of all the things that happened in 2015 news-wise. I, I, yeah, it's all pretty... Uh, a little less depress- depressing. Maybe. I just looked at a few, and in one, one of the titles on the I don't know if we're on the same page, but one of the titles, number three, was just Deaths by Police Officers. Yeah, we... I think we know That's how... smile on your face. You know what they don't show? The, uh... Deaths of police officers, huh? Come no, on. That's number, that's number eight. Oh. Entertainment news 2015. How's that? That's got to be... Oh, oh same-sex marriage became a law. What's that? Same-sex marriage became a law. Was that this year? In 2015, yep. Holy shit. Now everyone, everyone has to become married to uh, same-sex. Well, 
It's about time. By the end of 2016 or Death Squads. Boko Haram. So have you chosen who you're going to marry? Well, I, I mean, I would like to say either John Hamm or Paul Rudd. But first I have to charm him. Well, first I have to meet him. Then I have to charm him. Uh, I think we're going to compete for Paul Rudd. And I have to fuck him. Well, all right, then I'll go with John Hamm because it's only fair. I didn't say I was going to choose Paul Rudd. I just said I compete, and even if I just want to make sure you don't get him to keep my options open. Is it? Oh, know, there's how's Chris Pratt out there and Ewan McGregor? How do we compete though? Is it like a battle royale situation? George Burns. Nope. Dead. Died in 2015. Damn it! Can you marry a dead person legally? I think in Chicago, but only there. In this economy. Oh, you just broke the cardinal rule that you set for yourself. I mean, I don't care. Wait, no, not just, don't just give me the current entertainment news, stupid Google. Um, top entertainment news 2015. Thank you. Now this is going to give you, this is going to give you news about top baseball cards. That's why I always search for Donruss entertainment news of 2015. You search for what? Donneris? That was another company that made baseball cards in the 80s. Oh, I thought it was always Tops. Tops was Tops, but there's com- competitors came out. Donneris and Fleer. That's that's too that's too nerdy of information I think for this podcast. Um we endeavor to be cool and hip. Those are words that the kids use. Hey, uh well, these are all... I don't... I feel sad because I don't know any of these stories. Oh, Bruce Jenner, of course. Oh, well, yeah, Bruce Jenner's a woman. How about uh, killing somebody in a car accident? I guess that's not really entertainment news, is it? Wait a minute, nobody died in that accident, nobody, did they? I think, I think it, according to this, 31 people were killed in that accident. So, oh, jeez. Well, I think that really got... That's a shame. Yeah, it got swept under the rug, but... That's a real shame. Yeah, he's... he. He slammed right into uh, Zachariah's seafood joint in that car. Right on Pacific Coast Highway. Um, yeah, I don't know what all these stories was are Was that about. accident he was involved in what the second season of Veronica Mars was based on? The Bruce Jenner, yes. Caitlyn Jenner. Hey, let's not have this argument again. Uh, he's still He's still dating men, right? Just like that Kardashian that he was dating before. I don't want to go down this weird... I don't even know what you're doing. I don't either. Oh, Bill Cosby. How... How? Oh, he died, though. That's why we can't <laughs> Yeah, but well, we can talk about the case that just came up, and he's going to go to jail. Well, he might not. Who knows? He won't. That. He won't go to jail. I'm predicting it now. Um, 2016. Hey, I don't know. It might have already happened. When is he... When is he being... When's his arraignment... Or, or his court date, I guess. <laughs> I was going to say, that's not how trials work. You don't just get instantly set to go to jail with no trial. Today was the... Not, uh, if, yeah. you're, not if you're white, you don't. Yesterday was what? That's when he first got charged, right? That's yeah. everything's... Out on $1 million bail. Probably you shook that out of his shoe. How does he have that? Oh, Cosby Show was huge. Cosby Show. He's like, he's like a black Jerry Seinfeld. 
Yeah, but he's probably, I mean, I think he's probably not doing so well with uh, syndication right now. Just guess. And, and from what I understand, Jerry Seinfeld has never drugged and raped a woman. Nope. So maybe that was not the best analogy. Yeah. I could have done. Uh, Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey split, so. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. your love. And really what's the, what's the 2015 love. news about Lindsay Lohan? Wait, there's news about Lindsay Lohan? I'm asking. You're you're the boss. Oh, she wasn't in the news. I think that actually is the news about her. I don't know. She's laying low. Uh, blurred Lines. Wow, this is really boring that news. Blurred Lines wasn't 2015. It was 2014, wasn't no, it? No, but the the jury awarding. Oh, the, that yeah. weird thing. That, that seemed wrong to me. That they awarded it? Yeah. Well, I think if... Uh, if Robin Thicke wasn't such a huge douchebag, it would have seemed more wrong. But I'm all right with it. Um, and and speaking of, you know, uh, non-consensual sex, not really maybe the best idea for a song. No, I, it just... It... It seemed like that the the case was based on not that the songs were similar, but the process of making the song was similar. That just didn't didn't seem right. Yeah, it really doesn't because they're both made in a studio with an engineer and a producer. And if you want to go down that road, that means uh, the first person to do, to do that is going to get all the money. So thank you very much, Ben Franklin's ancestors. They're getting everything. Yeah, and by Ben Franklin's ancestors, you mean Motley Crue. So. Yeah, way to give all the money to Motley Crue, like they need it. Buy bigger pools to drown kids in. Hey, uh, oh, biggest celebrity scandals of 2015. Motley Crue drowning kids in pools. Zendaya and the Fashion Police. I don't know what the hell that's about. What the fuck? Rachel Dolezal's. Dolezal. Oh, that was, that was a weird one. This, this chick's hilarious, dude. You met uh, her? Oh. I met her? I wet her? No, I wet her. Sorry. I I sprayed her down. After... Let's not go into it. She needed to be hosed off. Let's just <laughs> stick with that. Uh, I'm going to let you dig that hole and get out yourself. Oh, it, it's been dugged. And dug it out of. Um... Yeah, no, she she was very great entertainment news. Um, so thanks, Us Weekly. Scott Disick? Uh, who's this? Do you know who this is? Nope. Disick? Uh, okay. Well, apparently he was... Oh, uh, it's a Keeping Up with the Kardashians person, so I know nothing about him. Oh, there you go. Yeah, apparently he was on a yacht. I guess that's uh, scandalous. Tom Brady and the Patriots. This is something you might know something about, because... Um, you live in Patriots country, right? So that's Boston. Eh. What's the difference? The Hamilton musical has gotten lots of press. Dude, I literally had not heard about that until like a month and a half ago. Is it that new or am I just that dumb? I think I first heard about it on Comedy Bang Bang. Uh, when uh, they talked about it. I at... think it's. I think maybe you missed it because there's. It's been talked about a lot. I don't know when it first came out, but it's been talked a lot. A lot all over the place for a few months. I don't know when it, it. It only came out in February. But yeah, I I'd like to see it. It sounds interesting. The guy who made it sounds fun. But anyway, I've not seen it. 
he did music for Star Wars, which is what they talked about in Comedy Bang Bang. Or did, was there another episode where they talked about it? There, I, there might that might have been the first one. I don't know. Uh, for when I first heard about it, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was he the the composer was on an episode of How to Be Awesome, Michael Ian Black's podcast. Oh, I didn't know he had another podcast, dude. That dude like does more podcasts than I change my underwear. That was badly constructed. Oh, I thought sentence, I recommended but... that one. That might be this week's. Rec- I do enjoy it, but it's it's not the Michael Ian Black you expect. He's he's super super duper sincere. He's funny. But he's, it's not the Michael Ian Black you're used to, where it's 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 lathered in sarcasm. It's it's full on sincerity the entire way through. What is it? Is it like an interview show? Yeah, he just interviews people who have done interesting things in their lives. I've I've listened to like three or four, and none of them are people I'd heard of before, so it made it a little extra interesting because I didn't know what to expect. And it's pretty good. It's now I I think the episodes coming up are people I've heard of, so I'm especially looking forward to it. I think Bob Odenkirk's the next one that I'm up to. That's from a few months ago, but he has he just says interesting people and he talks to them about their lives and how they do what they do. And he I think he gets down to creative things a lot, like how how they're creative and whatever endeavor they have. But it's people from all walks of life. He has one one guest was like a a teenage fashion YouTube star that, that created a magazine. And then another guest was, um, the woman who write, who wrote that, that, that book that didn't sound interesting to me, but she was, she was very interesting on the show. The book that, about the going out and finding yourself like traveling, eat, love, pray. I think it's called something like well, that. Eat, pray, love. Oh, that sounds yeah. awful. Yeah. But she was good on the show. <laughs> I don't want to read the book, but I, I enjoyed her. You know, anyway. oh, her, you know her name? Rachel Dolezal. Man, I never put it together. So the same woman who pretended to be African-American and also wrote that book? Nope. Different woman. Same name. Oh, I think they would have mentioned that. Yeah. News. But anyway, yeah. Uh, How to Be Awesome is a great podcast, which I think premiered in 2015. So, Hey, another new birth. I got to say, have you, you've listened to Serial? I haven't listened to the new season. No, no, no. The original season. Yeah. Because I've mentioned a couple weeks ago I started listening to it. It's... It's really good, but after like the third or fourth episode, it, it started to feel like they're just reaching, like they wanted to have more episodes. It was they were running out of stuff yep. to talk about. That's that's how it is. Okay, it's uh, not just me. It's not. I mean, I felt that way. I know people really loved it. I I thought it was entertaining, but I felt that way too. And I also felt like the the host. I don't know if it was a put on, but she seemed extremely naive. Like there is an episode where I think it's a put on. Uh, She's on NPR, so. She I guess is. She sh- you, you don't think it's put on? I don't think it is. No. Oh man, because I'm surprised. That, like she's a reporter, she's a writer, but the the lawyer from the Innocence Project is like, I'm. I suspect maybe there's some racial profiling going on here. There, there might be, and she's like, What? I never thought of that. I'm like Jesus Christ. Nobody yeah, thinks about of... it until it happens to them. Uh, <laughs> once again, I refer to Rachel Dolezal. The anyway. I, I'm not saying anything bad about the podcast because it is interesting. I just feel like I, 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 I just kind of find it odd. Well, whole... I, th- I think it's the problem with doing something like that that's supposed to be a narrative podcast and doing it weekly when you don't when you're still following the story as it's going rather than having it you know doing it all at once kind of yeah um, so you, you get a more clear narrative and and you know but yeah no it's still it's still entertaining. And I, I don't think I get the – I know one – one I didn't listen to it as it ran, but I know that a lot of people were complaining that the last episode didn't have a, a resolution. But 
I, I kind I of figured that from about the second episode that that's, that's what, what I mean. Yeah. yeah it, it was clear that you weren't going to get, it's, it's like any other, and that's the other thing. It, the way that, that, that she talks about things, it's like, this is not even nearly, I mean, maybe he's railroaded. I can't tell. And that's, what's clear. There's, but it's like, there's so many cases that are clear that you hear about where it's clear that this is just like, yes, investigations into crimes are murky. It's not, you can, you don't have all the information and sometimes people are convicted maybe wrongly, but you, you can't really tell. And that's, I think that's what I have a problem with too, because it seems like that that's a revelation, but it, it shouldn't be because you've seen this over and over for years and years well, anyway. And, yeah. And I, and people are wrongly convicted, I think probably way more than the average American would like to consider. Exactly, but yeah. it, but in but in ways that are that are worse than this case. Yes, yes. This case had at least circumstantial stuff stuff that you know it could go either way. But there's places where it's just it's it's prosecutor malfeasance, it's a judge not listening, it's all that or a defense that's that really isn't paying attention because they don't they can't afford a real defense. But this is none of this happened here. There was there was some problems and maybe the defense was not competent. I don't know, but it was not a clear cut case like there has been. So it's it's interesting, but I guess maybe. Maybe it's it wasn't as revelatory to me as it, maybe other people don't read crime stories as much. Maybe that's the difference. But yeah. anyway, it's it's well done. It's engaging. I do enjoy the uh, what's her name Sarah Koenig's uh, voice. Like I mean, she does she tells a good story. Is what I'm trying to say. So anyway, yeah. Well, I think I think one of the problems with our criminal justice system is to kind of catch up with the 20th century. Like get rid of eyewitness testimony. Right, that's out because it's notoriously unreliable. If you got, if you're an eyewitness, fucking record that shit on your cell phone, and then that's there's your evidence. <laughs> Am I right? There's there's a constitutional amendment number ten, the tenth amendment to the Constitution. I'm proposing right now. Um, yeah, I don't know. You want to take a quick break, and uh, we'll come back to more of uh, this exciting year that has been 2015. What, what? Yeah. All right. So we'll be right back. We had a comrade, a brave comrade. He could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero. Tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. Oh. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's Greyhound Racing, steeplechasing, the Reformation. Transubstantiation, Brian Stoker's creation, the land of the Thracians. And right back to the start, it's gonna take some And we're back with the year that was 2015. I got a Criterion Collection DVD for Christmas. Oh, what, which one? It Don't... might be the only Wes Anderson movie. Ah, damn it. I know it's Fantastic Mr. Fox, isn't it? Yay! Have you seen that? Yeah. And you like it? It's fine. I don't know. It's you fine. like it better than his regular. I, f- I feel. Yeah, like I like it, it better than his regular movies. Yes. His quirkiness for someone who hates it like you, it's it's more palatable when it's animated. Yeah, yeah, a bit. So what's going on with the uh, Tom Brady of the Patriots? Anyway, I brought him up. 
Do you know oh, about there's this? two different things that could be going on. Number one is the stupid football. Oh, it was the, the deflate gate thing. Right? Yeah, there, oh, that's yeah. number one, and that was who knows? It's stupid. I don't know if you really. Would. The no second cares. thing that's more asinine is that he's a Trump supporter, but refuses to talk about it. When Trump first started running, he had like a, a Trump campaign hat in his locker, and he's like, oh, "I support him. He's my friend." And then uh, recently, Trump got extra racist. I think we all know about that. And there's a, a entertaining uh, sports website called Deadspin, and it offered hundred dollars to any reporter who would uh, ask Tom Brady about Trump's if he still supports Trump's Muslims thought Muslim thoughts, and nobody ever did it. They like ask it in passing, but they don't like get down. Like they say, "Do you support him?" He's like, "My friend. He's my friend. I want him to do well." I think all of our friends want. It. They don't get down to the question, "Do you support this racism?" Anyway, that's the that's the only other thing I can think of that they're referencing. So you said entertaining sports website. I think that's news in itself. I think you would like it. It's funny. Um. Yeah, well, that's the state of journalism today. Am I right? You don't ask the hard questions. Well, especially when you're a sports journalist. I mean, where's Walter Cronkite when you need him? Dead, 2015. On the road with Walter Cronkite. That's one of the great shows ever. Oh, Ariana Grande Donut Gate. I never understood. So she was in a bakery and. She she they were like licking donuts. I feel like she said, "I hate America." We're two two people who don't pay enough attention to entertainment news because the idea I got was that she was at a convenience store and she opened up the package of donuts, licked the donuts, and put them back. Yeah, I think that. Well, so it says here, um, "licking donuts meant for customers," but it does say a bakery. Um, so she was at a bakery. So I thought it was like a. So, well, bakery could be a bakery in a goddamn uh, supermarket too. But I is there know. a video of it? Is that how it came out that there's a like? Because I assume yeah, it because was like... because she said I hate America uh, in it, so there had to be video. Unless oh, okay. they just got lip readers on the job who could lip read a photograph and make out three vowels from that. Well, I mean, three that's easy syllables. To, really easy to do because wait, six have... syllables, five syllables. You have six, five. You have the image, and then you just hit enhance. And you can get all kinds of information from it. I did learn that from TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd, at work, there was somebody had a, like, there's uh, there's a, a camera that looks on the parking lot, and someone had stolen something from a car, and someone was looking at it, and I was like, yeah, you can't. Things really fuzzy. And I was like, well, can't you just hit advance or enhance? And the guy looked at me for, like, 10 seconds, thought I was serious. So it was, it was a victory. <laughs> oh. Police procedurals on TV. Is there anything you don't? get wrong um oh yeah brian williams of course was that this year where he ended up being a big so. battle liar yeah yeah so it's stupid because like, he's so funny on 30 rock and on the daily show he was funny uh yeah it's just what a weird thing like to especially when you're a journalist like you know other people were there right how can we forget i'm sorry to interrupt you talking no, about brian please williams, do but how can we forget the Letterman retiring and Colbert starting his show and Jon Stewart re- uh, stopping The Daily Show. Yeah, and I haven't really watched The Daily Show since Jon Stewart. No, I've never, I've not seen an entire episode with Trevor Noah. So I guess that says something. I've seen, I think, every every episode of Colbert. Did you listen to the, uh, this was also in 2015, uh, um, Asif Monvi interview on, on Mark Maron? No. Oh, that was interesting because yeah. he was like, really 
not painting John Stewart in a good light. Oh, that's and, too bad. And then that's why at, on the last show when he came back, John Stewart was like, "Are we good?" Because it came out right before the episode came out right before like John Stewart left. So. What kind of things was he just like a tired in the office or something like that, or is it? Uh, it was a thing where Asif Monvi thought that uh, some impression he was doing was kind of racist. Uh-huh. John Stewart was doing, and he's like, I don't, and John Stewart basically told him to shut the fuck up. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, I guess it's, you know, it's more a thing of, like, believing in your own comedy in a way, you know, and standing, but maybe not handled in the best way. Whatever. Right. I mean, yeah. I can I can see kind of see both sides, um, although I kind of tend to side with Asif Manvi on that. I yeah, guess. I think if, you, if you're the white guy and someone's saying your comedy's a little racist, you don't say shut the fuck up, you listen. Right, and you listen. think about and, it. And maybe maybe he needs to shut, maybe it's not as bad as he says, but you need to listen first before saying shut the fuck exactly. up. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't look at any more of the celebrity news. It's just, it's more depressing than the deaths of 2015. I don't, it's, it's sad to me that this is the news, the entertainment news. It was in uh, any other sh- Oh, Parks and Rec ended in 2015, right? R.I.P. Super R.I.P. Best show on TV when it was on. Well, one of the best. Uh, what else ended? Anything else good end? <laughs> well, it wasn't good, but Revenge ended in 2015. Oh, yeah. Thank God. Um, I, I mean, I think the, the credibility of the Chicago Police Department ended in 2015. So there's another one in the R.I.P. column. Although I don't yeah, know that it was that high to begin with. Rahm Emanuel's credibility went way up. Yeah, it skyrocketed. Everybody loves Rom. A new sitcom from Fox. Starring Ari. Well, wait, do you, by Ari, do you mean Jeremy Piven? Mm-hmm. My, my dog. Your dog, my uh, nemesis. Yeah, but oh, Entourage movie came out in 2015, and people just like went to hate watch it, which is weird for a movie. You don't really hear about that a lot. But yeah, apparently uh, it was just as bad as the TV series. Ted 2 came out and was panned even by people who liked Ted 1. Well, I think... It's it's a little different with Entourage and Ted because like the original Ted came out more recently than Entourage was on the air I think but like bro culture has kind of and douchebag culture has kind of taken a turn as far as people's perceptions of it as where it's now seen as more of they're just assholes um, than maybe previously. Thanks feminism. So I could also Seth MacFarlane is not funny. I mean that's probably a big part of it. That's not true. He can be funny, but mostly he's not funny. Yeah. Well, I think he he's he can do funny things, but sometimes he takes things like the shock stuff too far. So, but I've seen and the some, pop culture stuff way too well, far. That too. Well, a reference is not a joke. Right. Lazy. But he he can be funny. Oh. Did but he... here's the question for 2015: Do you think feminism is here to stay? I'll take the I'll take your answer off the air. Okay, I'll give it to you off the air. Okay, next topic. Um, I think yeah, I don't know. Didn't Seth MacFarlane's uh, shitty western movie come out this year too? <laughs> yeah, I don't know when that came out, but that did not fare well either in the box office or by critics. No. Oh man, there was a 
Hold on, I gotta look up year's biggest bomb at the box office. So I was reading something. It, it like made like thousands of dollars or something, and it was like a pretty big movie. Let's see, biggest. Do I need to put biggest box office bombs? Office flops. 2015. Um, do, 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 do. Five. I did that, and I got a list of what happened to the Oklahoma City bombing. Well, that was one of the biggest. Oh, speaking of Oklahoma, RIP. I think their whole state got wiped out by a tornado recently. That's too bad. Oh, Aloha. Pretty big bomb. <laughs> In all senses. In, yeah, that's just... I mean, that was so poorly conceived. Come on, Cameron Crowe. Anybody named after a Jason Lee vehicle should know better. Um, the Man from Uncle? Really? That was a bomb? I mean, that's not one of the ones I was thinking about. I'm only seeing summer bombs right now, so that, that might be why these are coming up. Um, Pixels. Oh, Pixels was a bomb, was it? Let's see. Budget, $88 million. Worldwide box office, $186 million. I wouldn't call that a bomb. No, it's not a bomb in any sense of the word. That's but, the thing. Adam Sandler makes movies that people go see. Right. You just hate him, but it's, yeah. that doesn't make his movie a bomb. I mean, I and, hate him too, although I heard his Netflix show is fucking terrible. Or his I'm sure it's terrible. I, yeah, I, don't, I'm not, I, I can't even defend Adam Sandler for that because it didn't even look funny. Pixels didn't look funny either, so I, I don't know what I'm saying. Sometimes I like to defend him because he does crack me up. But uh, the pixels look so bad, I, kept, I had to stop defending them. But I do like that he makes these movies so cheaply, and they're cheaper than they seem because the budget doesn't include all the money they get back from the, the copious amounts of advertising they have in their movies. And right. Well, even Fantastic Four budget, $120 million, or reported budget, worldwide box office, $146.7 million. No, that's terrible. You, you, need, to, you need to double your, your budget in order to make your money back. That's the... The back of the envelope thing that they always talk about for movies, and so that's getting... true because you made twenty six point seven million dollars. I mean, that's nothing to sneeze at, at least to me. Yeah, but the the budget is just how much it costs to make the movie. It doesn't include how much it costs to put it out into theaters. It doesn't include the fact that the 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 money that comes in from making the movie, part of that goes to the theaters. It doesn't all go back to the studio. So that's not pure profit. That's just gotcha. So yeah, that's that's a terrible and and that didn't even look like a good movie. So I'm not. Well, Tomorrowland, 190 million <clears throat> worldwide box office, 208.4 million. So and that's an even a shame. bigger flop, I guess. That looked like it was going to be good. It's, and I didn't see it, but I didn't did get good reviews it. either. Neither. Viv told me I would like it. She didn't see it. I don't know why she told you that. That's what she told me. Probably right. uh, something about my personality. You like bombs. You're an idiot. Go to hell. The that's mo- how she ended the conversation. Well, that's how she ends all conversations with me, too. Oh, I feel better. Um, I love you. Go to hell. All right. According to the Motley Fool, who I trust because they're named after Motley Crue, um, our brand is Crisis? I don't even know what that is, so I guess... That's yeah, that a was Sandra a Bullock movie where she played a political operative. Oh, Sandra Bullock movies aren't making money now? There's a shock. Uh, Victor Frankenstein or Frankenstein? Wait a minute. Sandra Bullock movies always made money. That was a shock. Um... What, what, but what was the last one she did? Gravity. The one where she adopted that... Uh, oh, yeah, it was Gravity. Uh, we Are Your Friends? I don't know what these are. Oh, no, Rock the Casbah. I, that was one I heard was a huge bomb. The Bill Murray. Um, and... Oh, yeah, and they got bad reviews, too, yeah. Yeah, and Gem and the Holograms. That was the one that I heard of that was the biggest bomb. It made $1.4 million. 
God, it looks so bad. And and this is something they could have done fun from that cartoon, which was stupid, but they could make a fun movie out of it. Yes. Yeah, unfortunate. They could. Uh, well, actually, it was $2.2 million worldwide gross, which is not even half of its How estimated $5 million production budget. So, Oh, man, that's a, a super small production budget. So they weren't even... They weren't even working with. They didn't even have to make that much money to make their money back, and they didn't. Yeah, sad. It's barely doubled its opening weekend box. Okay, I'm looking at Rock the Casbah now. Scorsese's uh, really fallen far if, if that's what he's putting out. Jam. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't know why. I mean, I think he thought it would be, you know, it was a labor of love for him. A and, departure. Yeah, yeah, and another departure like the uh, train station movie. And, departure. Yeah, Departure with Tom Hanks. Uh, I'm trying to see how much... Oh, okay. Rock the Casbah cost $1.5 and it grossed $3 million. So it just doubled it. So yeah. I guess... Wow, that's... See, I didn't know that. That's super shocking to me. Like, you have to double your budget to actually make money? That's what they say. I don't trust they. They're all one percenters. They're not going to be happy until they have all our money. Wouldn't they know? Since they have so much? I I don't get why poor people would vote for Donald Trump. Like, talk about one percenter. He doesn't even, like, try to hide the fact. All right, that's all on politics. Um, is, is, is talking about Donald Trump talking about politics? Because I don't I, think anyone thinks talking he's going to win. Yeah, bread and circuses, I guess. Um no, I don't think so either. I well, mean, some people do think some people. There's there's both sides to it. Some people are huge supporters of him, and are excited about his presidency. And then there's the other side that are deathly afraid of him winning. Did you see that? Uh, I did see that Daily Show segment with Trevor Noah where they had the dude interview the uh, Trump supporters. Did you see that? No, <laughs> that sounds good already. It was pretty funny. Like, so then he's he started at one point he started doing quotes and he said. Okay, you tell me if this was Donald Trump or a racist sandwich. And it would be <laughs> stuff like, um, pickles are, I hate having pickles on me, and I also hate Mexicans. And, you know, there'd be, but, like, one of them, this guy couldn't tell. And, and the dude doing the interviewing was just like, he, like, couldn't believe. He's like, well, you had to think about that one. He's like, that's kind of sad when you can't tell the difference between Donald Trump and a racist sandwich. <laughs> and those were his supporters. Yeah, I, get, I don't blame... Uh, Tom Brady for not wanting to speak on that. <laughs> but he, he, I do blame him because cause he could easily say, you know, I shouldn't have got into it. I, I don't, I don't support anybody for president. That's it. But he refused to take back his support. Well, as Dion Warwick taught us that that's what friends are for Ooh. in good times and in bad times. I refuse to to think of Dion Warwick as anything other than the, the spokesperson for the Psychic Network. Yeah, Psychic Network shill. Um, yeah, man, I wonder what happened to those people. I wonder if they predicted the uh, the fall of Psychic Network. It didn't fall. It's still it's all underground now. It's on right. the dark web. Never been to the dark web. You? Not that I admit on this podcast. All right. I mean, I guess you probably, you know, but what is, what do you really need it for? I mean, you can like get, you know, coding and shit just on the regular web if you want. Can you? Yeah. Where? We, and so and uh, 
probably, you know, you can hire a murderer on Craigslist, I would guess. I mean, I don't know. There's yeah, got to be they, code for that shit. Of course, they talked about it in the famous documentary, um, Mad Men. He came and did wet work. Did you say Mad Men? I think that was the name of that movie. No, it's Mad Max. A good movie from 2013. Yeah. And also 2015, Mad Max, Fury Road. I would say my number one movie of the year that I have seen. It was a great movie. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not its target audience, usually. So I think you're its target I think the, the target audience for that movie is people who like movies. I I agree, <clears throat> but I mean just the action genre is not my things as much. Right. But right. Yeah. What do you I mean, I don't I probably don't need to ask, but what was your favorite movie of twenty fifteen? Probably Star Wars, but Mad Max is up there. So I've heard some criticism that it's basically just a rewrite of the first Star Wars. Which but I haven't tough. seen it, so I don't know. It it has... Elements. That's a, that's a credible criticism, but I think that's kind of the point. Right. So, well, get it back on track after those right. fucking prequels. Which, by the way, so we watched all the, the first three Star Wars movies. I, I won't watch the prequels again. Like, there's no point to me. Um, but we watched the first three Star Wars movies because, you know, Viv wants to see it. Um, mm-hmm. Jedi... Sucks, dude. You can tell... Literally, it starts sucking the minute the first Ewok comes on up to Princess Leia. Like, (laughs) the whole movie just takes a turn. You're like, oh my god. I love those Ewoks. Viv pointed out what's so creepy about them, too, is that they have lips. But the thing that really bummed me out was we were watching them, right? I got... So, we did... My company I worked for did some stuff with Lucas. Well, we do stuff with Lucas all the time. Um... And uh, somebody I work with gave me the uh, DVDs of the original series. And uh, I was watching them. And they were like two disc sets, you know. And I figured like second disc is like bonuses and extras and stuff. Watching them. And it was like, you know, the redone ones where they put fucking that terribly CGI Jabba into the first Star And then I looked and the second disc was the original theatrical version. So I was so pissed that I watched the redone version. (laughs) That's funny. And Those those discs, I don't even think they sell those discs anymore. That's a nice find. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they released them commercially or not. But um, yeah, anyway. So yeah, no, it's cool. No, I... I don't think it's the original theatrical. It's the original Laserdisc version. Ah, gotcha. And, second, and that was released commercially. The, you bought that. It was a few years ago. Yeah, it's possible. Um, I would like to watch the original ones just to see. Because it was directly from Lucas. And he was like, these aren't commercially available. So, But the, there's a thing online you can get from the dark web that called the despecialized edition of the original trilogy, which takes all the special edition stuff and takes it out and just makes it exactly as it was when it came out in the theater, which even with the, just the uh, old dude as Jabba in the first star Wars. That wasn't in theaters. That was never, that's out. That's out altogether. That was never a part of the movie. That was never part of the movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's been so long that I don't remember it, but cause that scene is unnecessary. The, the scene was taken out according to Lucas because it was, uh, the, he couldn't get the special effects he wanted, but everything said in that scene is superfluous because all the information you get from the scene with Han Solo and Greedo in the cantina. So it's an unnecessary scene. Gotcha. Yeah, that's true. It is an unnecessary scene. So yeah, I, I will see the new star Wars, uh, at some point in 2016. Um, no screener for that one. Did not get a screener 
for the new Star Wars. What do they need to do screeners for? Everybody sees that fucking movie. They're not going to win Best Picture or anything anyway, right? So, yeah, they're, they're like, fuck you. It might get nominated. Mad Max might get nominated. It's true. There's I 10 mean, nominations. I love that there's so many nominations so they can, so they can t- nominate things that have no chance of winning. No, I agree. Well, I mean, it wasn't the greatest year for movies anyway. I it It's possible Mad Max could get a nomination and, and actually be in contention. But I haven't seen, like, the Golden Globe or any of the other nominations for shit. So yeah, I, I haven't know. seen that either. I haven't seen any, like, the movies that might legitimately get nominated either. Like, uh, what was that, Sicaro? That was supposed to be... Sicario? Like... Uh, it was okay. I mean, it's definitely, like, a an Oscar Best Picture type movie. But it, right, yeah. It was... Yeah, it was okay. Joy, haven't seen Joy. Haven't seen Joy. Um, I, I like that, uh, oh, God damn it, what's it called? Um, we just got the screener for it. Um, but it's directed by, uh, dude, I'm losing my fucking mind. It's directed by Adam McKay. Oh, um, the big, the big short, uh, The big short, short. yeah, yeah. Short. I like that that movie's getting a lot of buzz and it's directed by him. Like, to me, yeah. that's crazy, so. <laughs> I like that Colbert for the week that it came out, every night was someone else from the show. <laughs> Including uh, the director. Yeah, I watched that Adam McKay interview. I did. That's not what I pictured him looking like. I don't know. No, why. I thought he looked more like a bro. Yeah, I, I thought he looked more like uh, Eastbound and Down. I can't think of the dude's name right now. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, the star of Eastbound. Yeah, Down? yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. I never know his name. Yeah, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, but I yeah I can't think of his name. Um, I can only take so much of that show though. Oh no, dude! You you can't watch. You can't binge watch that shit. It's. No. No. Um, well, back to 2015. Yeah. That's it. I just wanted to say, let's go back to it. Yeah. It was all right. I mean, it was an okay year. Um, Pee Wee Herman, a back in character. Was he for what? What did he do? Just at his house. He's like, oh, I'm no, he's just hanging out in character. As he was shaving. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was probably a smart move on his part. Ease into it. Wait, wait, wait wasn't I, mean, I was just joking? But after I said it, wasn't there rumor that they're going to make a sequel? Another Pee Wee Herman movie? I, I kind of vaguely recall that. Yeah. And there's also the rumor about the Beetlejuice sequel. Yeah, but but not with Michael Keaton. Is that That's right? That's impossible because Michael Keaton's like huge now. Well, he's Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah. No, he'd he'd be in it. Well, he maybe was, it was not without. Maybe it was without Winona Ryder. Which, yeah, who cares? Um, yeah, it's definitely without uh, Baldwin after what he did to his daughter. What, calling her a pig? You know, I said this before. We don't know that his daughter wasn't a pig. So, no, John, that he bought her a hoverboard for Christmas. Those are Oh, babies. and it exploded? Oh, RIP, another 2015 death we forgot to mention. No, she lived, but she might fall at any at any moment. Oh, well, then he deserves not to be cast in that. But she did die oh. by her own hand. Her own hoof, as it were. I, you know who I would like to see in it? Gina Davis. Was she in the original? Yep. Okay, yeah, then I would like to see her. I, I would see her in anything, because she's anything. awesome. Anything, I was going to say. She, I, she, I haven't seen her in anything for a while. She uh, was doing that project to, to get young women back into STEMs, right? Wasn't that something she was yes. working? Yeah, yeah, no, and I think she still is. But I mean, just uh, in front of the camera. Yeah, I agree. But she was her last role I remember was that TV show that was huge when it first came out, and then 
inexplicably, it got canceled like mid-season where she played the president. Yeah, well, I know. You know why? They had to, they had to make room for uh, Cop Rock. That was going to be all the rage. All the rage. Hey, uh, uh, another thing in 2015. Fuck, I just forgot what I was going to say. Dude, I don't know what's wrong with me. Let's hope 2016 I'm not as quite as senile. She was in Grey's Anatomy. Gina Davis, Gina Davis. was? Yeah. Oh, late, well, I know season. what it was. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, that's too bad. Uh, she was also in a movie that I don't know if you ever heard of called Thelma and Louise. Oh, yeah. Speaking of 2015. Mm-hmm. See, feminism is going to continue in 2016. I asked for that answer off the air. Well, I'll erase it from everybody's memories. Um, because it's easier than erasing the tape. Uh, no, I, w- I know what I was thinking of. Uh, Carrie Fisher. Did you, did you read about her, like, kick-ass response to people? Yes. Yeah, I like that. Be- and, and, like, she's right, as usual. You know, being young and attractive is not an accomplishment. Like, that's... <laughs> why are and her talking- other thing was, when you're in L.A. and people say you look good, they don't say, how are you doing? They say, have you lost weight? Yeah. It's... It's so weird, like, that, why were you talking about how she looks? She's, what, in her 50s? 59. And they're talking about how she doesn't look like she did when she was When she was 19? Which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you fucking morons. Um, And I, I, good for her, like. Her in the bikini is a low moment. In the the series? Yeah, it's not. It's unnecessary, yes. It's unnecessary. It's kind of cool that she's, spoiler alert, she murders Jabba the Hutt, but still a low moment yes no i agree well well that that was a low moment in the original series that whole thing although the you know a lot of it's fun it starts out good um without the the bikini shit it starts out strong and then it devolves what was that darth vader shit at the end come on turning turning the the dark side of the force by the way what tape Huh? You said you're going to erase the tape, and I'm wondering what tape. Oh, the virtual tape. Sorry. Of E.T. Of E.T. People crying when that idiot little monkey creature died. It was halfway through the film, people. He didn't die. He went home. movie before? What'd you say? He didn't die. He went home. No, I know. And he flew across the moon, just like the cow who jumped over it. Wouldn't you like to see a sequel to E.T. called E.T. 2? Where he comes back and just mows people down. I did see that. It was called Spewy and Me, an episode of Get a Life. <laughs> I watched that episode while I ate something. I forget what it was. Was it tapioca? <laughs> no, but just thinking about the episode makes me think of that food. It was really good. It was like, and I was imagining it tasted like spewy. <laughs> ah, yeah, 2015. Not a banner year. Um, but not a non-banner year. No. No, it was a year. There was sure. highlights and lowlights, which you can't say for every year. That's true. Some year it's all lowlights. Or in some years it's all middles. There's yeah. no lows or highs. It's just a even. It's like a dead person's heart thing. Pulse. Right. Yeah, that's another word for heart thing. It's a, pulse is the medical term for heart thing. So, yeah. No, some I agree. Some years just... Straight lines. This yeah. year had high points, low points, and middle points. So, 
not a banner year, but like a, a nicely drawn artwork on a piece of paper year. It's the middle year of the decade. That's true. Next year, there's an extra day. Ah, oh, fuck. Man. This time next year, it'll be a Sunday. You know, and you know what that means? An extra day of work. For all us poor slobs. Who have to work. Which is all of us. Poor slobs. Who have to work. I mean, some people don't have to work, I guess. Still. No. Yeah. Hello? Like infants. Yeah. Maybe they're not as stupid as I thought. They're actually kind of smart. Yeah, if I could look cute and have a big fat head that I couldn't hold up on my body, I, it would be worth it, I think, to not have to work. To have people feed you and shit. Um, just like that, that uh, Batman villain. I don't know if there was. There had to be a Batman villain with a huge head. Am I wrong? Probably not. There's Egghead. Is there actually a villain the called Egghead? <laughs> there's the... Vincent Price played a character, I think, called Egghead on a TV show. I don't know if that was just made for the TV show or what. Oh, on the 60s TV show. Yeah, not the Not, not the, one the cartoon. From okay. Because that would be weird. Um... Yeah, is that it? What well, I don't know what else happened in 2015. Recommendations, Asians, 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 Asians. Well, speaking of uh, documentaries, well, I guess Serial's not really a documentary, but True Crime, I will recommend Making a Murderer on Netflix. If you want to be really, really, really upset. I'll never watch that in a million years, for, but thank you. Yeah, if, if you want to be really disturbed and upset for... Uh, and devastated for a while. You can watch 10 hours of that. Um, <laughs> That's or why I don't watch it. <laughs> you can also watch... Uh, There's another recommendation. I think this one was from 2014, because the sequel... Not really a sequel. Uh, but another movie by the dude about the same thing came out this year. The Act of Killing, which... Do you know about that? No. So it's about... Um, in Indonesia... Dear, dear God, I hope I'm right. It's so sad that I forget these things already. I think it was Indonesia. Um, these mass killings went on, you know, by the by the ruling regime. Um, and this guy goes, this filmmaker goes there and he finds some of the people who did the shit and has them reenact it. And it sounds like it could be really gimmicky and shit, but like they're all into it. And oh, man. it's so fucking disturbing, dude. But it's also like really beautifully photographed and it works even though you wouldn't think in a million years it would work and it would come off as exploitative and shit, but it doesn't. Um, so yeah, those are my two bummers. For and that's uh, a comedy. Twenty six. It's it is. It got a Golden Globe nomination for best comedy. Didn't win. Lost out to Adam Sandler's Hateful Eight. I guess I will recommend. I uh, I don't know. I, well, first of all, to continue the tradition, I will recommend Star Wars. If, all the few, all the many people who haven't seen it, they should go see it. And the other recommendation, I think I've been reading a book that's science fiction. It's pretty good by John. Think you've been reading it? I have been reading it. Okay. Or been have someone's reading it to me. I can't tell. Your it's man, called sir. Lock In. It's a uh, really fun story. A terribly written book. I don't usually notice how 
bad something's written. So you oh, know this is yeah. poorly written. Like every time someone says something, they they say it like there's something after. Like I don't know. It replied. Replied is used a lot, which I when it's used so often that you notice it, it annoys me. Anyway, replied, exclaimed, all these shit. Just say said. Yeah. Yeah. Or just don't say anything don't at say all. Anything. You don't have yeah. to say anything. It's but in, anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's in quotes. Yeah, it's in quotation know. marks. You know, it's speech. Yes. But but it's it's a good it's an, a really good story so far. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm going to recommend it anyway. I think it's going to continue. It's a about a disease that that happens that causes people to be locked into their bodies, and because the disease happens to a bunch of wealthy people, there's a consortium that comes together and decides to try to solve it in any way they can. And their solution, they're not able to to cure the disease, but they're able to create these computers and androids that the people who are locked in are able to live life through other bodies. Uh, I was going to say, we're already locked into our bodies, but they can't like communicate or anything is what you're saying. Right. Yeah. They're locked in and they can't move. They can't communicate. They're just stuck in bed, but they're able to, to do all that with these outside bodies. And it's, it's pretty interesting. It's a, uh, interesting thought experiment for sure. And I think he does a good job with kind of a mystery story. So that's my recommendation. So good on plot, not so good on technique. Correct. Yeah. Not as, I mean, I, I say that about Stephen King that he's not a good writer and this is much worse than Stephen King. Uh, yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't think you could make it through it. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a certain threshold for me where I, I just can't. So, but it's not as, and on the good note, it's not as long as Stephen King. So, and it's a quick read. What which, is? Okay. Uh, Locked in. And, War and peace. So uh, that was it for our it year. Just... Oh, uh, did you have a... I know, I was trying to think of favorite albums. I guess Sleater Kinney is probably my favorite album. I like that D'Angelo album too, which technically came out in 2014, but it's really 2015. It came out at the very end of the year, so... Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't even look at the list. Sleater Kinney was really good. Bell and Sebastian I enjoyed. Uh, that D'Angelo was good, but you say it's from last year, so I can't mention it. You can't. Uh, uh, what else yeah, came out? That's enough. Yeah. Everybody's just going to stream them anyway. Who cares? Best new TV show of 2015 was uh, Grinder. Grinder, I, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the only good TV show. I, I don't know if that Rashida Jones one has come out yet. I haven't seen it. So. No, it's coming out January 17th. I'm really excited. I think that's going to be great. They're doing this weird thing where they're going to to just show all the episodes in one day. So you can binge watch it on an actual TV channel, but you have to watch it in order. And then they're going to show it. I mean, you have to watch it with commercials and everything. It's not true binge watching, but that's all their TBS is going to show that day. And then they're going to do just once a week. No, dude, my my TiVo now has this thing, like where you used to have to fast forward through commercials. Now it's one button. I saw right I was, through commercials. I was I was gonna buy it. I'm thinking about getting a TiVo it because fucking that's rad, one of the reasons. Dude. It's yeah, so, it's totally worth it to me. There's there's I don't know if it's the same one, but there's one that they they have available so that you can do that, and you can also watch watch shows where they like electronically somehow make it so it goes faster. Like you, I know you can do that with podcasts, but still, it's neat to speed up the voice, you know, enough that it's faster, but not enough that it bothers you but while you watch. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, more time to binge watch other things. Yes. I don't know if it works for Netflix, but it definitely works for uh, network shows. But does your uh, TiVo do Netflix? Yeah, yeah. Huh, that's cool. I'm, yeah, I'm considering it. It's uh, The thing that's holding me back is you have to pay like that TiVo fee once a year. 
or I guess you can pay a lot for a lifetime. But yeah, you just get the lifetime. It's more worth it. Then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And I guess everyone's excited to hear about TiVo, so we should leave them on the high note. Yes, we are the one percent. You will oh, be assimilated. Oh, how about that story about that guy who, I I think he was a drunk driver and he got off because he was rich. Oh yeah, he escaped he went Mexico. To yeah, that doesn't. I don't understand any of that. It I don't. I don't know what's sense. going on. He violated parole, and I guess his mom figured, well, it's time to go to Mexico because she's such a great parent, and then. Uh, so she got extradited back to the U.S., and, but they're holding him there. I don't know what's going and on. And he dyed his hair black, so yeah. maybe they're not sure. You know what? Who cares? Who cares about that kid? Good point. So, uh, until... Write to us oh, at popculturecontinuum yeah. at gmail.com if you'd like to talk to us about anything, but especially Affluenza Boy. Uh, like us on Facebook. Like our individual posts on Facebook. And most importantly... Oh, also rate us highly on iTunes, but most importantly, tell your friends to listen because we like them better than you. And like my glamour shots on Instagram, backslash John's ass, forward slash, just kidding, forward slash, not kidding, backslash, just kidding, forward slash, John's ass, dot gov. And until next time, goodbye. I just everybody. got an error when I typed that in. Well, you didn't type it right, obviously. Oh, no, Bye. no apostrophe in John's ass. Uh, Till next time, goodbye, everybody. Still getting there. Goodbye.